Hello, this is Danielle Freitag with Jenna DeYoung, Real Talk Podcast, encouraging faith and inspiring restoration, sharing tips, tools, and talk. We're exploring a biblical worldview that empowers and prompts faith in action. I, I love the text message that you sent me this morning. Um, you know, listeners, it's, it's interesting because both Jen and I were kind of given the word peace, but in a different context. And so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about. And you know what? I would really like to, I think that's what we should do. We should just talk about it because we are talking about peace and there is the peace of God. But then there's the scripture in Matthew that the Lord really brought me to. And, um, just to kind of give you a little bit of context, I've been, um, yeah, just kind of getting up early this week and spending time with God and, um, going to be sharing, uh, this weekend at a women's event and, you know, preparation, like God has showed me that preparation is spending time with him. And ultimately we, um, have to walk in obedience to the Lord and do what he calls us to do and say what he calls us to say. And I was kind of wrestling with God, um, saying like, Lord, like, I don't want to be too much. I don't want to be like, you know, just kind of sharing some of my concerns with him. And, you know, um, he, uh, brought me to Matthew 10 34. And so if you can just picture this, I just was wrestling with God, like, I don't know if I should say all of this. I don't know if I should hold back. I don't, I don't know. And God brought me to Matthew 10 34, and this is in the amplified version, but it says, do not think that I have come to bring peace on the earth. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword of division between belief and unbelief. And so, um, when I read that, I kind of just chuckled. Cause I was like, Okay. Like it, and it, it, and it kind of, for a second, you know, makes you think a little bit because, you know, God, it says in Philippians, you know, that there is the peace of God, you know, that he gives us and it's a gift that surpasses all understanding. And so it kind of just, you know, it just kind of like made me start thinking like, okay, like I want to be a person of peace, but a lot of times, and in this situation, um, Jesus is coming into, um, religious, um, institutions and like a wrecking ball. And that's the picture that I got was like a wrecking ball. And so I had just kind of shared that with you, yeah. you know, this morning and you were like, Oh, I just was reading about peace, but not <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, well, it's so good. And it, 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 and I believe this was actually brought up in a previous podcast, but when I hear you sharing Jenna, I think again, of Isaiah 58, right? Like the beginning of Isaiah 58, there's this almost chastisement on the religious leaders of how they were doing things. And then it goes on to talk about, but this is the true fast, right? And, and works of justice and not speaking wickedly and all these different things, but it's everything that Jesus stood for, everything he is, everything he was, everything he is. And um, the piece that I, you know, had been reading about was in Romans 5, um, 
verse one, therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus. And I love that. I have peace with God. You have peace with God. What an affirmation, but right. There's that peace with God, but then what you're talking about, it makes me think of the sword, right? The word of the Lord, right? The Mm -hmm. sword divides between spirit and soul. The sword, when it is the word of God, the sword laid into a situation, it divides between what is true and what is not, what is false. And it makes me think of so many things, like even in our just day-to-day when I like, I'm not judging other people. I'm judging, for example, I just want to use this one example today on my way to Rose house. I passed a home that was like set up almost like a crime scene, right? Where Halloween is this weekend. Um, their home was set up. Like it was like a crime scene and it just looked very dark, you know, all these things. And, and, and for me, and this is no judgment on anybody. My judgment of Halloween, according to the scriptures about what I read in scripture, is it's not pure. It's not holy. And it's not something that, you know, for me and my family, we want to participate in having known the roots. And, um, you know, I did quite a bit of research as far as where Halloween came from. And, you know, just actually recently heard from, she was actually a practicing witch, Uh, but just her viewpoint of people celebrating Halloween. And so I'm just using that example because it's something (laughs) that I've seen recent. Right. But, you know, each their own, like, I'm not, I'm not putting judgment on anyone else. I'm just saying like the sword, when I, when I bring the sword, the word of the Lord into this situation, you know, there's, there's truth. And then there's things that are not truth. And I, I, I want to live in the peace of God. And, um, you know, so that's how we keep our peace. Right. Danielle is that when we live by the word of God, that's how we keep our peace, you know? And so in a sense, you're like, this is not peace. This is not something that's going to bring peace to my family, to my community, to my neighborhood. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's, and there's, oh my, oh my goodness. There's so many you know, examples I'm sure we could think of, but I love, what was the other part of the scripture that you sent me? I was just looking back at that text message. Just, yeah, it was right before that in Matthew 10, 27. And it says, what I say to you in the dark or privately tell in the light or publicly. Um, and what you hear whispered in your ear, proclaim from the housetops to many people. And I love that. What does that mean to you? How would you apply that? You know, when the, so I laughed because, um, you know, when you, I feel like when I matured as a believer, I started spending and, um, spending the first parts of my day with God. And in those secret moments, in those secret places away from other people, God whispers to you you and he trains you and he teaches you and he reveals things to you. And I feel like these are the things, you know, there's the scripture that talks about, um, I can't remember Daniel, maybe you'll, you'll know where it's at, but it talks about like, like no longer just drinking milk, like, you know, the, the simple things of, of the word, but, um, 
um, kind of just going beyond that. And I believe revelation, when you get revelation from God, whether it's about your life, whether it's about scripture, these are the deeper things to God. And I remember you were one of the person people that um, really spoke that over you, but, but you said, you know, Jenna, the deep things within you cry out to the deep things of God. And for me, it's always been in the secret places with God where he reveals those things to me. And so when I read the scripture to me, it just meant Jenna, like, cause you know, at first, if I'm completely honest, I was like, am I crazy? <laughs> like, Lord, are you really saying these things? Am I making these things up? Right. I was in the school of the spirit, just learning and growing and knowing and, and learning how to hear his voice and distinguish what is his voice? What is my voice? What is, what is the enemy's voice? You know? And so for me, it just, these things that I tell you in private, Jen, I want you to tell them to the public. I want you to proclaim them. Yeah. So good. And it leads you in the way you should go. Right. When, when, when I get a word from the Lord, it's the best thing ever. Like I get to run with that. And so when I'm hearing the Lord speak things, the Holy spirit speak things to me in the private place, in the secret place, like that's how I want to orchestrate my life. And it doesn't matter how the world is doing things. It doesn't matter what somebody else thinks or says it doesn't matter. I, and I know you believe this and feel the same way. It is about the obedience to what the word is saying, what the Lord is saying. And there's such a joy. There's such a peace, um, that comes with that. Like if I'm engaging in something that is in conflict to the spirit, like Holy spirit shows me. Right. right. And that's, I mean, that's the blessing of Holy spirit, but I just, Gosh, there's so much. I just want to read this scripture out of Jeremiah 7. So um, this was actually said by Becca. I'm going to back up here, but this was actually said by Becca Shea, who we had on last week. Um, listeners, if you didn't listen to that one, you got to go back and check it out. It was so good. It was long. It ended up being like 45 minutes, but it was so good. So good. Um, yeah, it was so good. Um, but I remember her saying, um, and I'd written it down, is the law should point us to love. And love should point us to the law. So we're not trying to do things out of a, a religiousness, but out of a love for God, like, right. and knowing that his ways are the best and they do lead us to peace. Just like you were saying, Jenna, um, Jeremiah seven twenty three. but this, I, but this command I gave them obey my voice and I will be your God and you shall be my people and walk in the way that I command you, right? Walk in the way that I'm speaking to you, that I'm saying to you, and it will be well with you. Mm. It will be well with you. So Holy Spirit leads us into what is well for us. And uh, I just believe that also will give an encouragement and an, and an empowerment to others who are seeking to follow Christ as well. Not that that's why we do it, but we shine like the scriptures say, say that you shine like a light when you hold on to the word of truth. Right. You know, I was also thinking uh, when you were talking, it reminded me of something the Lord's been pressing on my heart lately. And someone recently was in my living room and shared this teaching on like the Tower of Babel, Babel. Ba yeah, Babel. Babel. Yeah. And, you know, the way that that's represented to me is a system or something built without God. Yeah. And I believe that we are in a time right now 
where those systems are being broken. And just like Jesus entered in and, and said that in Matthew 10, 34, because when you read after that, it says, you know, sons will turn against fathers and, and daughters against mothers. And of course, as, as the church, like, we don't want that, but following Jesus, there is a cost and there is a price and you cannot. There are things you cannot negotiate on. There are things that you have to do and you have to follow. And that's one of the things that as believers, we have to ask ourselves, what is our Christianity costing us? What is following Christ costing us? And so um, I just so believe that we are in a time where God is raising up his army and they are standing for righteousness and they are standing for truth. Will it bring peace? (laughs) Will it? I mean, probably not. (laughs) but it's the right thing. It's righteousness. And it's only when we stand up, do people have an encounter with God? And then God is the God of peace. God will then give that person peace, but they're never going to get there. If God's people do not stand up for what's right and what's righteous. Amen. It's Isaiah 56, uh, maintain justice and do what is right. For my salvation is close at hand and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the one who does this. Blessed is the one who does these things. The person who holds it fast, right? So there's there's that blessing. And so just pray that for listeners, right? That we are those who hold on to what is true and walk in and really truly live in the ways of following Jesus. I mean, his life was such an example. And and what did he do? I mean, he was the ultimate one who sacrificed his life, laid down his entire life and how Mm -hmm. much more for us, you know, to do the same. Amen. One of the things about peace, right. Is that, and this is something Jenna, you had talked about is that when you become a new creation in Christ, you receive peace. Um, Would you talk just a little bit about that for you, what that was like? Yeah. Well, you know, before I knew Christ, I mean, I was living like my mind was in complete torment. I mean, talk about bitterness, anger, uh, resentment, really low self-esteem, self-worth. I mean, the thoughts and in my mind were, I believe the devil was in control of my mind. And it was literally, it was literally killing me, you know, getting to a place because that's what the devil does. The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And I think I was reading in Proverbs the other day that says, um, you know, a crushed spirit, a crushed heart, um, like kind of just breeds like depression and sickness, Um, but a joyful spirit brings health and healing to the body. And so, um, I just have been thinking so much about that lately about my personal joy, because the joy of the Lord is my strength. And if, if I, if my joy truly comes from the Lord, the enemy can't take anything from me, you know? And so it's so important as a believer to remember that and declare that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Um, but anyways, before I um, gave my life to the Lord, like I said, my life was in complete torment. And, you know, I went through, I remember after I gave my life to the Lord, you know, you have this encounter 
and the peace of God just comes over you. But then you're left to work out your salvation, to work out your um, deliverance and healing and feel in, in fear and trembling with the Lord. And that, that requires us to do something that requires, there's a requirement of us to work out our own healing and deliverance. And I remember I went through this year long, um, theophastic prayer, kind of like Sozo course. And my sweet sister-in-law, I remember she said, you know, basically what we're doing, you know, if there's any moment that you're not at peace during the day, um, that means, and, and you have an emotion, you know, that means you may be triggered and we need to like follow that back. And I remember sitting there thinking peace, I don't have any peace. My mind is overcome by not the Lord by bad things. And so, um, you know, when I started to pursue the path of healing and deliverance from the Lord, I feel like now, I mean, like, oh man, I can't imagine. I just can't even imagine, you know, I think this is one of the reasons why so many people will drink alcohol or start doing drugs because that's what I did when my feelings and emotions and the torment became too much. I just wanted to be numb. I don't want to think about it. I don't want to feel anything and it doesn't work. (laughs) It doesn't work. And so, um, you know, the peace of God is something that is supernatural that just comes upon you. And as you, as the Lord heals you, as the Lord delivers you, um, it's now just a lifestyle where I'm at peace. I'm at rest with God you know, so anything can be going on around me. There can be chaos going on around me. Look at our world the last two years, yet I'm still at peace. Mm -hmm. And so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, and in that relationship with Christ, Holy spirit leads us into decisions that are not at conflict with our soul that are not at conflict with the word. And cause you touched on that a little bit about right. Experiencing the peace, but then there's a faith in action when, when my life was truly impacted, received the Holy spirit, um, baptized in Holy spirit, you know, believing in Jesus as my Lord and savior, following him, my decisions changed. The things that I did changed. I I, I no longer could participate in certain things. I could no longer even maybe even hang out with certain people. Um, things changed. And so I, I was actually just talking yesterday, um, to a gal about, Shalom peace, right? And this is something I know you're familiar with, Jenna. Um, And this scripture, listeners, we bring up a lot, right? On Real Talk Podcast. And I'm going to do it again. But in John chapter 14, right? Jesus is talking about the the peace that he's going to give. And it's different than the way the world works. Mm -hmm. And he says, My peace, my shalom peace, um, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives, right? Don't be afraid. And, um, that Shalom is perfect peace, wholeness. And that's what we, that's what we receive in Christ. Right. And so, um, yeah, peace, peace. And it makes me think of, I mean, Christmas is coming up. I'm already decorating for (laughs) Christmas by the way, but in Hanukkah, Hanukkah and Christmas. Um, but I, I, and I love, I love this time of year so much, um, but there's all those, you know, amazing Christmas songs about, about Jesus. And I was, I like yesterday, I turned on a Christmas song. This is so good. 
But I have not done that yet. <laughs> it is. It came on, you know, I was in my car and it came on. I'm like, oh, this is so good. And it was, um, I mean, he was talking about peace too. So anyways, blessings to our listeners. And we actually are super excited about a guest who's going to be coming on to the podcast. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to be the next one, episode nine or episode 10, um, but you won't want to miss it. Uh, tune in next time. Yeah,